Hi everybody, Tom here. Uh, firstly, apologies for the lack of podcast over the last week or so. Um, this episode actually was slightly delayed owing to a couple of other factors, um, but safe to say the first part of this episode was recorded just before the Reading Half Marathon, which is why you will hear some mentions of the Reading Half Marathon. The second half was recorded this week and it's a rather excellent chat with Tom Crossland. I uh, just wanted to make you aware if there looked like there was any sort of uh, odd chat uh, out of time or out of sync. So, um, Please enjoy the rest of the podcast. Hope that doesn't detract from it. And there will be another podcast later this week. See you later. You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast. the 141st Real Reading Podcast with me, Tom Canning, and her... Rachel Nemeth. Uh, do you like that? <laughs> and uh, uh, Do you know if you're going to go er indoors or er on the other end of the Zoom or er on the... Er over there. We've got a lovely space background today. I have. This is my new commented. office. Your new now, office. Now that I'm back at work officially, uh, try not to cry while I say that... Um, yeah, so I've now set up camp in my older son's bedroom. We we share a desk. That was the proviso that I was allowed to put it in here. Right. But hence my space themed background and also my the magic hat box behind my head as well. I was going to say yes, my magic little... kit. Yeah. Oh yes. You have a little bit Paul Daniels over here. Excellent. Very excited about this. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod and join our Facebook group, the Real Reading Podcast group. This week, Rach, uh, are, we are talking all about charitable endeavours uh, because we are talking to a man um, who has done something amazing. His name is Tom Crossland. Um, he was born in Reading and he was born and grew up with cerebral palsy and it's had a profound impact on his life. Um, he that man has walked around England and, and Wales, I hasten to add. Wow. England and Wales, yeah. What was his name? Tom Crossland. Tom Crossland, okay. Let me just read a little bit from his um, from his PR. He's had quite a, quite an amazing, um, I think he's in his 30s, so he's had quite an amazing first third of his life, I would say, because I always assume people are going to live to about 90 to 100. That's what <laughs> I'm aiming for anyway. So, yeah, me um, too. says, uh, in May, bear, bear in mind this is, this press release is kind of from April, um, so we're just talking to him after the event. But uh, this May, NHS clinical psychologist Tom Crossland, aged 40 from Reading, is taking on an incredible 1,900-mile run around the coast of England and Wales to raise awareness of the needs of survivors of trafficking. The goal is to raise £20,000 for Tribe for the Tribe Freedom Foundation, a charity inspired by a 1,000-mile run in 2017 to set up the UK's first home for trafficked children. Gosh, that's all very serious, isn't it? It How is. How far did it he is. run? Um, a long, long way. Um, 
I was just going to try and find. It's going to put my uh, five k to shame, 1900 isn't it? Nineteen hundred miles around 90, the UK oh coastline. Oh my gosh! Uh, right, sorry. The reason I thought it was the UK was England and Wales, was because the map on the Just Giving page has cut off Scotland. Um, but there is, although it, looking at the other map, it does look it's, it's England and Wales. So yeah, he's done. But still, let's not. Let's how not long? Quibble. How long was he running? Um, I think it's something like ninety days. I mean that's pretty quick, isn't it? I don't know what the map oh, no is, idea. but no yeah, idea. I mean that sounds incredibly fast to me. It's it strikes me as. Being... How many pairs of trainers he got through? Oh, I was thinking pants. How many pants? <laughs> how many pairs of pants do you get through? Um, yeah, nuts! Absolutely crazy. Um, it, it finished. Uh, he, he finished. Um, it finished a little while back. It was back in uh, back in August the twenty ninth. Um, eighty days, eighty six and eighty seven, August the 29th. Oh. Absolutely, mental. Looks like he had a great welcome, though. Um, a, a guy that I went to school with called Christian Lewis has done something very similar, and the only reason I know about it because we weren't really friends or anything. But there mm. was a BBC documentary on him um, that oh, he, wow. he's an ex-veteran, and he's basically sort of packed up his life about four years ago and then has walked around the entire United Kingdom raising wow. money. Am I allowed to mention that or does that of course kind you are. Of no 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 of course you are you, you can distract it's all um let me see if I can all, find the good. documentary. He started and he finished in Henley. Oh did he? What a terrible place to to kind of have a have a homecoming. Or I must must have been awful. <laughs> to, to walk into that lovely, lovely town of Henley with with all of that, um, all of that sort of you know history and rivers and and niceness around it, and oh, absolutely, I'm I'm pretty much in awe of what of what he's managed to do there. It's um, I, I was I was saying that I would I wouldn't mind kind of walking, walking around the country. That'd be that sounds great, but I'd want to do it in like six months or something, so I could just sort of stop somewhere for a couple of nights and and then do another bit yeah a bit more I mean, five five miles on a tuesday 10 miles on a thursday it's gonna take a, you a really really yeah, long ages. time yeah <laughs> absolutely ages yeah a little walking beer tour of the uk um why not i don't know but i don't know if i should mention this really but um on a similar vibe um I found out recently that a chap that I went to school with um, in Son in Common, uh, a guy called Christian Lewis, uh, who was in my year, he has done something fairly similar. Um, and there was a, a BBC documentary called The Long Walk Home, which was okay. on a few weeks ago. Yeah, so he's basically walked around uh, the whole of the United Kingdom uh, to raise money for, I'm just having a look. Uh, it said that so far he's raised over two hundred thousand pounds for the Armed Forces Charity, SSAFA. Um, I mean, he's been walking for a long time now, yeah. but recently his his endeavours appear to have sort of attracted quite a lot of media attention and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, it's worth a watch. The documentary. It's you, just very impressive. Do you want to know how much money Tom raised? I do. 
did we achieve his... £24,157. Oh, good um, for him. He's still so he hit his target. He's 4% off his target. I, I think oh, I thought you said 20000 Yeah, I'm just on his chest. It looks like he must have raised the target to, to 25000 Um So if anybody would like to go and uh, to go and add a little bit to Tom's total, just giving.com slash fundraising slash run to refu refuge. Um, that's the word two rather than the number two. Uh, we'll be talking to Tom in a little bit, but Rach, we did discuss briefly. We're going to chat about our own charitable endeavours, and as, <laughs> as you're well aware, I did cycle from Lands End to John O'Groats. Did you? You've never mentioned that. No, somewhere got a key ring, <laughs> mug, the lot. I got a lot. All Saddle the gear. Sore. Oh God, still, still sore. I mean, this. I think this was back in 2016. And that was for SANS, the stillbirth and neonatal death syndrome charity. Um, my my brother's uh, first daughter, um, I would say, suffered from that. That's that's the, suffered from is the isn't quite the right. Uh, but without you know, uh, without going too much into it, um, look it up. You'll you'll understand. Um, sorry, it's still a bit hard to talk about. Anyway, um, oh, and I I I was really having experienced. Mm. similar in in the past you know it's it is a very worthy charity and you did an amazing thing raising money for them so well done back, you to bring it back to slightly lighter note i will never do that again <laughs> not a that was the which that was bit of the uk was the the worst uh cornwall because up down is that the up, beginning down. or the end yeah the beginning well it depends oh, which way around you do it but it's up down up down up down just rubbish absolute rubbish and i suppose you're still sort of trying to get into your into your flow then yeah and you don't need like sheer up no getting your backside used to being in the saddle for that yeah, time. Not, how many hours good. a day were you cycling oh god i mean it would have been it would have been eight or nine hours a day i should i, I, I oh mean it was gosh. a while ago now so i can't remember off the top of my head but yeah not as much as you would be. You, just, you did get. You got to eat a lot, and you got to eat a lot. You just because you just needed to eat to fill up. So you know, it was it was fry ups and all sorts. It was great, but I do remember uh, there being some kind of cycling top that made you look like a tin of Heinz beans. Yeah. it was my it was my that. Heinz tomato ketchup one. Oh, no, ketchup! That was Heinz it. tomato ketchup one. Yeah, I knew good. there was Heinz. Yes. <laughs> <In there. laughs> Oh, um, I wish you hadn't started with that one because sorry, you know, we're not gonna, we're never gonna top that, are we? No. What else I mean, have you done? I, I when I was in the when I was in the Scouts, we walked around the Isle of Wight. That's where I was last week. Oh, I thought I recognised it. Um, <laughs> he says, um, "Yeah, we walked around the Isle of Wight. That was uh, that was for the guide dogs for the blind, uh, raising money for them. And that was that was good fun." Um, but yeah, most most of the other things I've, I tend to do, I just if it looks like I'm doing it for charitable reasons, um, I'm not. I'm just doing it for my own self gratification. <laughs> Usually, because it occurs the half marathon is coming up as well, so lots of people will be donning um, fridges and um, inappropriate big. Uh, animal costumes to run around rhino. reading although it's it, a rhino yeah usually a rhino although you might benefit from the costume this year given that it's in november instead of um earlier in the year when it's a tad That's warmer true. But you're not doing it this year are you no no i might be signed up but i'm definitely not doing it no training no no <laughs> no oh dear no. what what about you rich come on hit us with some of your great oh achievements. man no this 
before I reel off some reader ones. I'm glad you've got some some other people's ones. Well, it's not brilliant. Min I've not got loads, but I haven't got anything significant like you have. I mean, I I donate to charities on a monthly basis um, to Sue Ryder and yeah. to um, a brain tumor charity as well. Um, so I'm just trying to think back. I'm also very regular in a charity shop as well. It has to be said. Oh, well, I mean that 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 counts. That counts. <laughs> that counts. Um, I remember doing the uh, that ice bucket challenge. <laughs> yes. A few years ago, that was pretty hideous. Uh, that was for motor neurone disease. I refused to do that. Did you? I mean, yeah, it was just, over very quickly. To be I didn't fair, want to do it. I just didn't want to do it. Hideous for about four seconds, and then then it was done. Um, I do voluntarily help run a, a play group on a Friday every week, so it's not really like raising money for charity, <laughs> but it is doing something voluntary for for the community. You are providing a baby crash. We are providing a bit of a baby crash. Um, I mean, like you said, it does. It's not entirely unselfless because i do take my own child <laughs> so <laughs> there is some motivation for me there as well but uh what else have i done like macmillan coffee mornings in the past oh, yeah, as yeah, well raise yeah. a bit of money doing that in the past but you're making me feel like i ought to maybe i could do a running one now i've done the i, I to be honest 5K i wouldn't again. recommend it i wouldn't recommend it that, really? like, it, it takes up a lot of time. It's a lot of it. Yeah, but I could. I don't have to do a marathon. I could sort of challenge myself to get to maybe like a ten k or something. Yeah. So you know, I could say because you're making me feel bad now. Like I need to. Maybe I could add that into my midlife crisis that I've Ooh, got to yes. do uh, some momentous fundraising. Oh, Rach, no, don't. I don't. I don't want you to do it. I don't think you should. But when these guys that we were talking about um today tom and christian are raising like thousands and tens of thousands of pounds for charities and i'll be there and like i've got my 25 quid like five <laughs> of it came from me 10 from my mom <laughs> uh yeah. seems fair yeah. do you want to do you want to hear some of well, i've got two uh two reader contributions go on um, Ash Pierce, councillor Ash Pierce, friend of the pod. He's running the half marathon to raise money for Me Too Club. Um, he says that's a decision I'm starting to get a bit nervous about. Um, um, I think I think the only thing Ash will have to decide is which shirt is he running in. Is he running in his Reading FC or his Reading City FC shirt? That's the oh biggest God, decision he's going to have to make, I think. Both blue, it must be said. I wonder with the marathon, I mean, he's obviously done the training and stuff. But yeah. I wonder how much the the kind of the crowd and the the other runners g you along oh hugely as a as a three they give you an extra few miles in the tank just they, oh that. absolutely yes as, as a three-time reading half marathon completer absolutely does i believe the rock choir are going to be on route as oh. well I haven't mentioned them for a while, but I'm no. I'm back. I'm back singing again, so I can start bleating on about. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually doing the singing at the at the marathon, but hopefully they'll be singing some upbeat stuff to give people a boost on their way round. I think they yeah. were around the university area last time it happened, so maybe that's um, where they'll be. I've got one more. Uh, Tom Burnett, who is a uh, 
content editor on Berkshire Live and Buckinghamshire Live. Um, Tom says, I used to have hair down to my elbows. I then got it shaved off in the foyer of a supermarket I used to work at to raise money for Cancer Research UK. Forget the price, the precise figure I raised, but it was about 300 quid. That's decent. That's I'm quite really brave, isn't it? How long would that take is. him to grow his hair that long? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it, what, I mean, a couple that's... of years? I mean, for me... As a, a curly whirly, it has mm. to go round in circles on its way. So yeah, that yeah. would take me. I mean, my hair time. is that long, but it has taken forty odd years. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, good for him. That He's, is done well, nice. He's done well there. He's done well there. Um, those were all the responses we got, but at least we got some responses. Rates right? that was nice. That's interaction from our yes. listeners. That's Boom like. stuff we don't normally yeah. get. Bit of interaction. Bit of interaction. Um, I'd definitely love to hear some more from people. So here is Jeremy with how you can get in touch with us. Get in touch with the team. Email hello at realreadingpodcast.co.uk. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at realreadingpod. And join our Facebook group by searching Real Reading Podcast. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, Rach, shall we hear from Tom? Yeah, let's let's uh, let's let's move on to the interview, uh, and Rachel and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye. The big interview. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm here with Tom Crossland. Hello, Tom. Hi, uh, Tom. How are you? <laughs> this is—I don't think I've ever interviewed a Tom before. Um, <laughs> Tom, you—you've been very, very busy. You've been back for a little while now. Have you recovered? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty recovered now. Um, I took a good couple of months off running, and um, Wise. but I'm slowly getting back into training now. Slowly getting the mojo back and looking for the next thing. Oh no! We'll talk about what you've been up yeah. to in just a second. I just wanted to, um, to, to, to you. You clearly are a better man than I because every time I've, I've done uh, a half marathon or some sort of run, you do the build up, the build up, the build up. You do the run and you go, "I will carry this on. I will <laughs> carry on." So you, you were already a better man than me, and you also have a beard, which is, um, <laughs> which is, is that something you grew on your challenge? Um, I've had a, I've had a beard for about three years, but I didn't. Um... I didn't trim it at all for the challenge, so it became <laughs> very much uh, more um, bearded. <laughs> so tell me about the challenge. What what was the challenge? Why were you doing it? Um, I was running around, I ran around the coastline of England and Wales, uh, covered uh, about 2,000 miles over uh, about 85 days which is roughly 75 marathons in that 85 days. Um, and I was running to raise awareness of modern slavery and human trafficking and raising some money for a small charity called the Tribe Freedom Foundation, who are uh, working to provide support to survivors of modern slavery and working with policymakers to try and end modern slavery. It's, it's quite. It's quite. Um, it's quite a quite a hard hitting um, uh, uh, charity and, and subject to be doing it for. What what inspired it to to to, to do? For, what inspired you to to pick that charity and, and to pick that cause? Um, I 
started. So the Freedom Foundation is uh, linked with Tribe, which is a sports nutrition brand. And I started using their sports nutrition. Didn't really know a lot about modern slavery, like I imagine a lot of people. Um, I wasn't aware about the scale of it or the the impact it has on people and um, just became more uh, uh, aware of it through the brand and um, learned learning the stats like 45 million people are, in, are estimated to be in one slavery in the world and that there are more slaves in the world today than at any point in history and that just um, that blew my mind to think that in the 21st century we're still grappling with something that I imagine like myself most people thought was consigned to history um, and just learning that there is there's a, a large number of modern slaves in the UK um, and that we might not see the chains and whips like the signs of slavery that we we um, uh, we associate with historic slavery but they're enslaved and um, exploited via fear and and control in other ways it's it's i was almost had a terrible choice of words there i was going to say it's funny but it's not funny at all just a terrible choice of words yeah yeah. but you look at um the bottom of websites these days especially um business websites and they all have a link to modern slavery and and you sort of think oh that Right. Okay. It did because, like you say, you know, it's the twenty-first century. It's twenty-first century Britain. No one's a slave in in twenty-first century Britain, and that's that's just not the case, is it? No, no. There are estimated to be one hundred and thirty-six thousand slaves in the UK at the moment, or in twenty nineteen, um, and I think there are there will be people in every town, village, and city across the country who are being exploited or who have been trapped trafficked either around the country or from other countries in the UK um, the real uh, the real learning for me this year is that there are lots of people being trafficked around the country so UK nationals being enslaved into either the sex in sex work or um, other types of industry farming not that all farmers are uh, enslaving people no, no, but it, but it, um, but fruit pickers vegetable pickers and it's really hard to spot and i and i and i guess that that might become slightly more um apparent at the moment with um the, the sort of the reported lack of vegetable and fruit pickers and that kind of thing that i i suppose that might become something that's slightly more uh, a more regular occurrence i get in a in a horrible horrible terrible way i would I like you. I I would think that it would become harder to do really good due diligence, and you would, um, if you were looking for uh, employees, you would approach what you thought was a reputable agency, and you would trust them, and and then they would come and do the picking or harvesting, and and it's hard to um, it's always hard it's hard to notice. Um, I rang with somebody who who owns a wood yard in, in Lincolnshire and he was telling me a story about how they needed some extra labour on their wood yard and um, they employed, they went to an agency who they thought was reputable. Two guys worked with them for five months and then after five months they had a visit from um, like a 
an overall oversight body saying we believe these two people have been enslaved and and we think they're in modern slavery and they and they were and he had no idea they've been working with them for five months and he, he he'd been paying decent what he thought was yeah. decent wages to the agency they just hadn't been being passed on the, the people have been paid 20 pound a week for full-time work that's that's quite um again as I was gonna say it was quite incredible again terrible terrible yeah. I need to get some new phrases to it, but um <laughs> that's that's absolutely awful and can can we can I talk to you about the the actual trip because yeah. the trip yeah. I, I myself I've done I've done lands into John O'Groats. Wow. that was that was on, on my that's bike awesome. I didn't I didn't run it I did it on my bike yeah. that's, still, that's still epic it was awful. It was awful. I hated it. I hated every minute. No, it, it was the scenery was incredible. The camaraderie yeah. was great, but the whole flipping thing was just a nightmare. Um, you you did this, but also um, I, I'm just read, I read on your website. I said not. I, I've read your website several times. Yeah. Um, but you also uh, grew up with cerebral palsy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which which must make it slightly more difficult than than me getting on a bike. You trying to run. Is that is that a, 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 I don't know. It wouldn't be on the website if it wasn't part of the part of the story. So. Yeah. Um, so it's hard for me to know how much more challenging it is because I've lived with it all my life. And of course, I've, I've yes. Learned, I've yeah. learned. I've I work hard to make my body work the way I want it to work. Um, I wasn't naturally sporty as a child. Um, I wasn't in the first fifteen. I wasn't in the first 11 yeah at school at secondary school I fell out of love with sport and really thought that I wasn't at all very good and it's only really through running that I've kind of come to realize that um with long distances it's a lot of it's a lot of preparation a lot of logistics a lot of uh, consistency and a lot of um kind of mental strength i guess is what other people yeah. tell me it doesn't feel like that to me but but um so i can only assume that it makes it harder my running gait isn't pretty i don't have a lovely flowing running <laughs> running style I, I, my that, left... that sounds like most amateur runners to me yeah yeah <laughs> um, my left side is weaker than my right side so i do have um, imbalances and my left hip is lower than my right hip um, due to a leg length difference, which which I assume makes it harder, but I've kind of learned to cope with it, and 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 I just work really hard. I do a lot of um, physio year on every day, small amounts of physio every day to keep to keep the body working the way I want to. The 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 thing the 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 big thing I picked up on there was the the mental side of it, and and doing mm. my cycle ride when I yeah. did it. I could cycle it. It yeah. was the just the mentals, and and I and I think more than anything else, that was the that was the absolute key issue was was not being mentally prepared for it. So if mm -hmm. you if you can get over that hurdle or at least get in the room with that yeah. that issue, then 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 you you I suspect will have been better placed than, than I was. I mean, did, did you do you still look at the does does looking at the map give you sort of slight palpitations? Is it triggering? Mm -hmm. It, it, I, my experience sounds very different to yours. I quite enjoyed most of the time. <laughs> um, I, well, enjoy, I say enjoy, I'm not sure enjoy is the right word, but I was yeah. content with most of the time, even the days that were really, really tough. Um, I didn't think, why am I doing this? Why am I here? I kind of thought, this is, this is a bit rubbish. 
maybe stronger words than that. Um, but I will get through this, and and tomorrow may be better. And um, I'm thinking about um, that every moment is different. So if you just keep going, things change. Um, uh, so the map, kind of, I, I enjoy looking at the map and thinking about the different people I met at different places. Because for me, the the running community came out and gave me so much support and help and so it's about thinking oh i remember um i remember who i ran with in whitby or in lincolnshire or in south wales or the friends i've made in north wales and suffolk and just so the the map is more a remembrance of of that pleasure fantastic it sounds like it sounds like you're what was your favorite place i mean it, it, or, or was there a favorite place or was there a bunch of, of different places um i think uh my real the real lasting memory i have in the place i really want to go back to and spend more time was up in north wales uh, and i my welsh accent is poor so i apologize to any welsh people um is the Llyn peninsula up in the up on the north wales um it's just a beautiful place. Yeah. Uh, stunning scenery. Met some great people up there. Um, but the scenery is just mind blowing. And and it was the beginning of that um quite long heat wave we had at the beginning of August. So <laughs> yeah. so it kind of makes the scenery even nicer when there's a crystal clear, calm yeah. seas and and you can have lots of ice creams and things like that. It's a, it's a beautiful part of the world, is North it Wales, is. isn't it? It's, it um, is. And and you came back into Henley, and you yep. had quite the reception. Um, yep. I saw. Yeah. And um, what, what did that what did that feel like? Because that must have been sort of like what it must be like coming off at Wembley or or something, just just running running off running into. <laughs> it was, I it was uh, magical the amount of people that come out to to see me finish. Um, the biggest emotion, the overwhelming emotion, was one of relief. Yeah. I'd, I'd finished. I'd done it. Because every day I get, I hadn't really realised, but I think up until that point, every day I'd been slightly anxious about whether I could actually do this. And until the until I saw, it was the last kilometre. Until I was in that last kilometre, I I kind of knew I'd finished and I was going to finish. And then just um, seeing my family, and uh, because I hadn't seen them for three months, so seeing them and uh, my my wife, and just seeing. Just giving her a big hug, yeah. and the 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 joy of that reconnecting and and getting to see my wife again, who had been there the whole time, <laughs> behind the scenes, living through all of the highs and lows, yeah, keeping me going, ringing me saying, "You don't sound right today. Keep going. You're great." Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know. I I just I, I find I I think that's absolutely incredible what you've what you've done there, what you've Thank achieved, you. Tom. And the very idea that you're thinking of doing something else. I mean, she must be she must be absolutely she must think you're you're crazy. Um, yes, yes, she does. And um, there are negotiations happening. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was just all, all I can think of was who's putting the bins out. That's all I could think of. Um, but yeah, no, ab- absolutely incredible, Tom. It's lovely Thank to speak you. to you. I notice, um, I notice on your just giving page, you're ninety seven percent to total. This this seems a shame. <laughs> yes, yeah. If it, it's still open, if anybody wants yeah. to give money, if you head over to the website at runtorefuge dot com, that's all one word. There's a donate button. Any, but also just there's stuff about. Um, 
Mon Slavery and the charity. If if you want to learn more, then head over there and follow the links. And just also on that website is a picture of your beard pre pre run, and I'm yeah. obviously looking at your beard post run now, and yeah. I, I it's lustrous. I, I think that's that's fantastic, <laughs> Thank Tom. Thank so, you. Um, Tom, in your day job, you're an NHS clinical psychologist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just to finish off, yeah, do you want to give that a little a little plug because uh, that sounds important? Yeah, um, I work with a team who works with adults with intellectual disabilities, trying to stop them going into psychiatric hospital by giving them the right support at the right time. Um, I'm really lucky. I, ha- I had a really, really supportive manager who um, who allowed me to have a career break and take the time to do this. And the, and the trust that I work for, Berkshire Healthcare, has been just the most supportive trust throughout the throughout the three months celebrating the success and and so it's just I'm, I'm lucky I'm very privileged to be in the position to be able to do this and I there wasn't a day that went past that I didn't reflect on the privilege that I have of being able to take three months out of work and just go and do something I love. Tom I'm wondering if either supportive manager or just needed you out of the office for a couple of months. <laughs> I will I will ask them. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll 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 get you back on if um if you uh if you're gonna do another challenge, let's get you back on and let's okay. see if we can follow you um a Thank little you. bit closer doing rather than waiting several months after the event. Let's see if we can follow you wherever you go. Um Thank you. do you want to just give you give you the website again just quickly before yep. we sign off? It's run to refuge, that's a one word, R U N T O R E F U G E dot com. Tom Crossan, uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Tom. You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast.